the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27 The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Man is not an animal, and he is not like any animal. God Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth, put something in man that makes him very different from animals. God gave man a conscience, and this conscience is a law, teacher, and judge for each man, woman, and child. Your conscience is the candle of the Lord. This light from God inside you examines and judges your thoughts, words, and deeds. Man makes choices by more than instincts, for God gave every conscious person a conscience to help him know and do what is right. The word conscience has two parts, a prefix con, which means with, and science, the root of the word, which means knowledge, so that the word conscience means knowing with and within yourself about yourself. This invisible spirit inside you has a sense of right and wrong, and it will approve right things and condemn wrong things you do. It will also reflect on what others do and makes judgments as to whether they were right or wrong. Consider carefully how you can have a thought within yourself and yet analyze and judge that thought as well. That is a special gift of a conscience. A man can only know himself by his conscience. He cannot know another person by it. Sometimes your spirit is full of joy, and sometimes it is full of sadness, and no other person can fully feel or know your emotions. Your belly in this proverb is metonymy for your heart and mind. Metonymy is a figure of speech that uses a part of the body to refer to what goes on there. When you are moved by love or fear, you can feel it in your belly. When it is love, you may say, my stomach flipped, or my stomach turned over. When it is fear, you may say, I am sick with fear. According to the proverb, your conscience examines your entire inner person, represented by your belly, to help direct your choices in the things of life. Your conscience can convict you that what you or others have thought, said, or done is wrong. This internal sense of guilt can be very strong and it can control or influence what you do or what you do not do. The accusers of the woman taken in adultery in John chapter 8 left her alone when their consciences were confronted about the justice of their actions by Jesus Christ. How did you get a conscience? The Lord God gave it to you, so it is called the candle of the Lord. It is a light from God to help you make decisions. It also proves your sinfulness for you have sinned against your conscience many times. Even if God has not condemned an action, it is sin for you if your conscience condemns it. All men have a conscience. Gentiles, reprobates, and the Pharisees had consciences, though hard to believe at times. Amnon, 
the wicked son of David, and Judas Iscariot had consciences. The universal restraint and godly laws of men reflect this conscience, though their sorrow about sin is not the godly sorrow that leads to repentance. A conscience in an unregenerate man is simply one more source of condemnation for him. God has revealed himself to all men in the natural creation. David wrote, The heavens declare the glory of God. Paul wrote that though God himself is invisible, the things he created can be seen, and they prove to men that God exists with eternal power and Godhead, so mankind is without excuse. They know that God exists, and they should obey him. God also declares his existence in the consciences of men, which is his candle giving them some knowledge about him. Great men and women have strong consciences, and they obey those consciences. A strong conscience is one that is well taught and active in assessing all parts of your life, and great men listen to it and obey it. Such persons are very sensitive to doing what is right and avoiding what is wrong. They are very opinionated against evil. God gave you a conscience to be a daily companion to keep you doing right things and to help you hate and avoid wrong things. Strengthen your conscience and use it. You must teach your conscience the truth and wisdom of God, and you must obey it when it tells you to do certain things and when it says other things are wrong. God gave you this candle to help make you great, but the sinful world around you tries to silence your conscience so you will approve all they want to do. You must not allow worldly lifestyles presented to you by various media or the philosophies of the world to corrupt or numb your conscience. Your conscience can and must be taught. The more you learn, the better your conscience will serve you. If you learn God's wisdom by these Proverbs and the rest of the Bible, your conscience will help you more. You can even keep your conscience ignorant to stop it from condemning you in things that God does allow. In some societies, women lived bare-breasted. Their consciences about it were formed by habit and tradition to see no wrong in the practice. They thought it was entirely fine. They were amused or offended by any objection to it. Only careful teaching could put shame in their consciences about the practice. Now, think carefully about what your children see at home, on the television, or at school. Their consciences are being formed by the environment you put them in. Your conscience must be taught. In order for you to please God, you need a conscience that knows the will of God and will seek to enforce God's will in your life. This conscience that loves truth and wisdom only exists in born-again children of God, and yet even it needs the instruction of God's Word to form its opinions properly on most every subject. Your conscience must then be obeyed. If you ignore your conscience, it becomes calloused, cauterized, numb, and less sensitive to things, leaving you vulnerable to most any temptation. If you reject God and His Word, He can and will blind your conscience, leaving you without the candle of the Lord to direct you. Do you appreciate your conscience from God? Self-examination, a duty of true Christians, is done partly by the conscience. It could have saved the Corinthians from judgment if they had followed theirs. 
Do you meditate with your own heart at night, as Psalm 4 and Psalm 16 describe? Do you let the preaching of God's Word convict you? The confidence of a pure conscience is a wonderful and powerful thing. You ought to have it. Your conscience should always consider others. Paul lived virtuously to avoid offending his conscience toward God or men. Such conscientiousness toward God will help you fulfill the first commandment to love God. And such conscientiousness toward others will help you keep the second commandment of loving your neighbor as yourself. Your great goal is to grow in favor with God and men. Your goal is to be perfect. Your conscience can help you achieve these goals by accusing you for wrongdoing and excusing or approving your right choices. Paul kept a good conscience at all times, and he also required it of Timothy and deacons, according to 1 Timothy chapters 1 and 3. One of the first acts of obedience to God is baptism, which the Bible calls the answer of a good conscience toward God in 1 Peter 3.21. Infants, which do not have active consciences, were never baptized in the New Testament. Before hearing the gospel, a regenerated man has a defiled conscience, knowing he is a sinner and deserves God's wrath. But the gospel tells him that Jesus Christ paid for his sins, which gives him a guilt-free conscience, which then pushes him to thank God for his merciful grace in salvation. And such a man will want to be baptized by immersion in water, showing God the appreciation his conscience has for Jesus Christ, dying, being buried, and rising again for his salvation. Your conscience should approve or accuse you right now. If you have been living a godly and righteous life, your conscience should approve you for following this proverb. If you have been living a foolish or worldly life, often violating your conscience, then it should accuse you of wrongdoing. What will you do with this candle of the Lord? Ask God to revive it inside you, and then carefully use it to guide your choices to please Him. Amen.